Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Here's Michael at the foul line. A shot on Elo. Good! The Bulls win it! They win it! Pippen runs down the lane. Dumps it out the horse. Paxson for three! Yeah! Rose crosses over the fadeaway. Got it! Let me step back and kiss myself! Oh my MVP gosh, it's time! Windy City Assassin does it again! Well, we waited all off-season, and now we have a schedule. We now know when the Bulls are going to start the season, when they're going to be on national TV, kind of the return of the TNT Bulls, and a lot more. I'll look at my favorite matchups and what we can expect out of the Bulls this season on this week's episode of Believe in Bulls on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm your host, Nick Schultz. It is so great to be back with you talking about a schedule this time. We now know when the Bulls are going to play basketball, who they're going to play against, when the season starts, when it ends. We now have everything. Let's get right to it. This Bulls team, this revamped Bulls team, this Bulls team that I'm very excited about, will be on national TV 12 times this year. One time, it'll be on TNT, although it's not technically the return of the TNT Bulls. They'll be on ESPN four times. It'll be on NBA TV Seven times. Let's compare that to this past season where the Bulls were kind of stuck in the mud and missed the playoffs and only appeared on national TV three times. Three times they were on national TV. This time around, 12 times. That's better, but still not the respect that I thought the Bulls deserved after the busy offseason. I talked about this last week when it came to opening week and Christmas no national TV love for the Bulls was kind of how I spun it. You can go back and listen to that episode to understand my thoughts on that. But yeah, 12 times this year out of 82 games, it's not bad. I expect a little more down the road maybe if this team can, you know, perform at the expectations that I'm setting, which is a top four, top five team in the Eastern Conference. Maybe they can get some games flexed. But for right now, 
12 times they're on national TV. They're on ESPN four times, NBA TV seven times, and that one appearance on TNT. Now I want to look at some notable matchups. Obviously, the first one I'm going to talk about is opening night, which is October 20th at Detroit, which means the Bulls will be the first team to get a look at Cade Cunningham and the Detroit Pistons. And I think it's funny that the Bulls open the season against the Pistons, just given the history between the two teams, you know, going back to when Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen played for the Bulls and Isaiah Thomas and Bill Lambeer played for the Bad Boys Pistons. You know, that history's there. I know some Bulls fans who were who remember the 1990s well that still don't like the Pistons, and I think having them open against Detroit, which just had the number one overall pick in Cade Cunningham, is a very intriguing matchup, and it's on the road at Caesars Arena in Detroit. And then the Bulls return home for the home opener against the New Orleans Pelicans. Now, this is a game I figured would maybe get some national TV attention just because it's going to be billed as a Lonzo Ball revenge game because obviously Lonzo came to the Bulls in free agency. He last played for the Pelicans, and that's where he kind of took his leap and earned this contract the Bulls gave him. And yeah, that's going to be the first time Lonzo plays his former team. I thought that one would maybe get some national attention, but I guess not. That game will be on NBC Sports Chicago. The next game I'm looking at that sticks out is obviously November 1st against Boston is going to be a big one. That's going to be like the first real test. But I'm more interested in November 8th against Brooklyn at home because that's the national TV debut for this Bulls team. They're going to get on the national stage against Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and the Brooklyn Nets, which should be the favorite to win the Eastern Conference. I don't know if they will or not, but they should be the favorite on paper. That's November 8th, and that's at the United Center. That's what makes that game even more intriguing to me is that's at the United Center. And they're going to be fans, hopefully, ideally. I believe the plan is to have fans in the United Center again. So that'll be fun for a national TV game to have with Brooklyn coming to town. This one, this next one I'm going to look at, it goes back to the free agency point. Because there were two teams that were active in free agency and got a lot better, I say. One was the Bulls. The other is the Miami Heat. And the Bulls take on the Heat November 27th at home. Two revamped teams, two big players in free agency, two teams that are being investigated for tampering because the Heat with Kyle Lowry, the Bulls with Lonzo. But that's going to be interesting. Just I want to see how big a leap these two teams took because obviously the Heat made it to the NBA Finals in the bubble last year, did not. They had an up-and-down year. They had Jimmy Butler, Duncan Robinson. Now they've added Kyle Lowry to the mix. They've gotten rid of Goran Dragic. they still got Bam Adebayo down low. The Heat are a very intriguing team to me, and I think them facing off against the Bulls, which now have Lonzo, DeMar DeRozan, Nikola Vucevic, Alex Caruso, all these additions into the system and an offseason to learn the system, I think that's going to be a very, very interesting game. And we'll see how these new-look teams look against each other. Because instead of facing other competition, you've got two teams that I think it's going to be a really good game. And that one's going to be circled on my calendar for sure. The next game after that even is November 29th at home against Charlotte. So now you get Ball versus Ball, Lonzo versus LaMelo at the United Center. That's going to be exciting to watch too. A lot of storylines going into that one, especially with the rumors with Charlotte and Lowry Markkinen, which keep coming and going. And I don't know what's going on with Lowry. But anyway, 
November 29th against Charlotte. That's going to be a good one. The Bulls, obviously, as I said, don't have a Christmas game. So the closest we get is December 19th against the Lakers at home. And it's the only time LeBron will make the trip to the United Center. And yeah, any game against the Lakers is going to be circled on my calendar. But especially this Lakers team, which is kind of turning into the over 30 league. You got got LeBron James. You've got Carmelo Anthony. You've got Russell Westbrook, Anthony Davis. And they just kind of... They redid this team. Dwight Howard's back on that team, too. It's an interesting roster makeup. And I don't know what the Lakers are going to do this year. I haven't really spent much time thinking about it. In the interest of full disclosure, I've been too distracted thinking about how good the Bulls are going to be this year. But anytime LeBron comes to town, it's got to be circled on the calendar. And that one close to Christmas, that's going to be another matchup that I'm going to be watching close. And again, I just want to see how many of those guys in the over 30 league can perform at that point in the season. That's why I keep calling the Lakers. It's the over 30 league. January 21st, the Bulls travel to Milwaukee, home of the NBA champions. And then they it's also Deer District. So Deer District's probably going to be packed for that one as well. I'm curious to see how Deer District's going to be used this year. Even, obviously, it was a big deal in the playoffs. But in the regular season, we'll see heh, how well fans turn out but that's january 21st the all-star break is february 17th through 23rd the all-star game is in cleveland hopefully the bulls can have a couple representatives this year they had zach levine go last year and maybe they can have a couple with this new look lineup they have nikola vucevic was there last year as well but he was with the magic he came to the bulls at the trade deadline but that's in february end of the season is april 10th against minnesota on the road That's the season finale. So that's kind of the marquee matchups that I have circled for the Bulls this year. Uh, The full 82-game schedule is on the Bulls' website. And again, 12 national TV appearances. That means we get 70 games with Adam Amin and Stacey King, who were awesome last year in the booth. You know, I love watching those two interact. Like, you know, Neil Funk is one of the the best of all time, in my opinion. At least local announcers, one of the all-time announcers in Chicago and he and Stacey King worked well but I think Adam coming in as the younger guy and vibing with Stacey more like that was good there was really really good camaraderie in the booth they got along really well they played off each other so we get 70 games with those two that's the good thing about the Bulls not having a lot of national TV appearances is we could hear those two call games all year so that's gonna be exciting for year two of that duo and from a betting perspective depending on where you look this year. Now, I just read you like my marquee matchups for the Bulls. The win total over under, depending on where you look. Now, I don't know if I can say what book has what necessarily, but what I can tell you is it's usually around 40 wins. And as I check again here, I know betonline.ag does a lot of sponsorships here at Believe. So looking at their site right now, the Bulls over-under is 42.5 wins. I am not usually one to give out picks because this isn't normally a betting show. I usually leave that to Joey Christopoulos at Bet on Chicago. But 42.5 wins with this lineup of Lonzo, Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, Patrick Williams, Nikola Vucevic, with Alex Caruso coming off the bench, with Kobe White hopefully coming off the bench at some point. I'm taking the over. I'm taking the over 42 and a half wins, and that's my pick for the year. I'm going to revisit this 
as the year goes on, maybe at the halfway point in the year, I'll take a look at how that's looking and whatnot. But I'm taking the over 42 and a half wins. You can follow me. You can fade me. I mean, my sports betting record isn't great lately, but that's how I'm going with the Bulls this season. And as I go through here, even some some other odds that are showing up on here, the Bulls are plus 4,000. They're 40 to 1 to win the NBA title. To win the Central Division, they're 8-1 to because they've got Milwaukee as the heavy favorite. And to win the Eastern Conference, the Bulls are 20-1. to So these are all numbers to watch. We'll see how these shift throughout the year. I'll do a lot more with betting this year. But the big number that I'm looking at, 42.5 wins for the Bulls. I am hammering the over for that. And I don't know if their title odds or Eastern Conference odds or anything that are even going to be looked at much. I'm not looking at those yet. I'm more focused on the win total, and I think 43 wins is absolutely a really good goal for this team because that would put them over 500. If they can go 43 and 39, they're over 500, which is better than we can say for the Bulls teams in recent memories. So that's something to keep in mind too. I keep saying this team should be top five in the East. They should be over 500. Take the over 42 and a half. We'll talk about this as the year goes on. We absolutely will. You know, we have exactly eight weeks now until the season tips off. We have seven more shows left until we are into the regular season this year. I am really excited. I might actually watch preseason basketball again. I made this joke last year. Before last year, I never watched preseason basketball. Like, I just don't really, I watch preseason football this year because I want to see Justin Fields play, which this isn't a Bears podcast, but I can talk Bears too. I watched preseason football this year to see Justin Fields play. I'll watch the first game or two of spring training just to say, oh, baseball's back. Okay, cool. We'll get to the regular season. I don't watch preseason hockey. I don't watch preseason basketball much except for last year just because I wanted to see how Billy Donovan translated to the Bulls with Patrick Williams coming in. I figured Kobe White would take a big leap. That didn't happen. I figured Lowry Marketing would take a big leap. That kind of sort of maybe happened, which he's still a restricted free agent. Nobody has signed him. And I just read Casey Johnson at NBC Sports Chicago today say that the Bulls have turned down some trade scenarios because teams are asking for first round picks. So there's something to keep in mind too. But back to my point. I don't usually watch preseason basketball. This might be the second year in a row that I do just because of all the new faces the Bulls have brought in, all these changes that have been made, how this lineup has drastically improved, the amount of roster turnover from Arturis Karnaschovas and Mark Eversley from when Gar Packs were there just two years ago. Just two years ago, Gar Packs were there. And now this roster is looking like it is. I'm going to be watching preseason basketball, and it's going to maybe show me what my expectations should be for this year. I think I'm kind of shooting for the moon with these. But either way, 42 and a half wins seems achievable. That would put, let's say they barely hit the over. Let's say 43 and 39. That's fine with me. I'll take 43 and 39. It's over 500. Build out that and go to next year. Now with the amount of money that the Bulls are spending, they should be better than four games over 500. We'll see if that happens. But for right now, we got eight weeks to talk about this. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have training camp coming up soon. I'm going to hopefully book some guests on the show here soon and i hope you'll join me for all of it i'm gonna wrap it up here for this week everybody stay safe stay healthy get the vaccine when you can and i will talk to you back here next week on the believing bulls podcast on the believe podcast network have a great week without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop 
hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.